What's up, guys? Welcome back to Catch These Hands podcast. We're so pumped for you to join us today. Let's get to it. So today we have Brock, Devin, Dylan, Stevie, and Kiernan with us. Let us start with the NFL, and we are so excited. Yes, it's a little bit of a downtime right now for the NFL, but we're always going to try and make the best of it on this offseason. I wish just talk about everything going on. So to start off with, we're going to talk about players, specifically players you all feel are overrated going into the next season. So an overrated player that I have in mind is technically a, I guess, three-headed dragon wide receiver one, A, B, C, whatever you want to call him. His name is Deontay Johnson. And the reason why I think he's pretty overrated. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> it's because I don't know any other receiver in the NFL that drops balls like he does. Literally five <laughs> yards away in his hands, drops them right into his chest. I used to play football, like, you know, growing up. Catches like that, you can do them with your eyes closed. How does this man in the NFL drop this many passes? Who the fuck is Deontay Johnson? I don't even know who that is. Are you serious? Does he play for the Lions? No, he that? plays no. for the Steelers. I guess he's overrated. All right. All My right, top overrated now. player, though. Is he, is he Ben Simmons-esque? Is that what we're comparing him to? No. Oh, not that bad. That's an anomaly. <laughs> That's, That's a, a different, different realm, realm. Cole. Have That's you like thought... weird because he just has to catch footballs. It's like Ben Simmons plays like hey, really good defense. But here's defense. the thing. When he does catch the footballs, he's one of the best receivers in the game. Exactly. That's fair. That's fair. His route running's good. His and you have know, you thought everything that else maybe, is great. Have you thought that maybe it's the quarterback who's the problem? <gasps> I mean, when they're literally hitting him in the chest, though. Yeah, but ducks are hard to catch. Yeah, but but maybe they're a little bit behind him, and maybe they're a hundred freaking miles an hour. Big Ben, why are you trying to co- overcompensate? Okay, we get it. You know, you have a small penis. I mean, Big Ben just throws that ball around. He's not. Oh. The most technical guy, especially during the offseason. He doesn't have any kind of You heard it regimen. here first on the Catch These Hands podcast. You know who I think's really overrated? Odell Beckham. That's what I'm oh, talking about. Okay, you stole it right, right out from under me. That one's too easy, though. I'm glad that someone said easy. it. Is it too easy? too easy? Okay, we can skip Odell. What about Christian McCaffrey? No way. Oh, right. Right. He was no just He's not bad. He just hurt. I mean, yeah, we can say the same thing about Saquon. I would say that he's a little bit overrated Hold merely on. because of the, merely because of the injury guys, concerns. Hang on, hang on. Is, it, who? is it Saquon or Saquon? Yeah, who says Saquon? No, 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 no. Who else besides him or Saquon could go a 1,000 and 1,000? Who else? Mara. Kamara. And Kamara. And Kamara. Excuse me. Yes. I, I mean, if, if Derrick Henry just catches a little screen pass and then goes off, I mean, you know, it's the same thing as running the ball. Actually, you know that you say that? I do think Derrick Henry might be overrated. Just because of how... Okay, these are the worst takes. Hear me out. This segment's going to trash. Hold on. He got stuffed by the Ravens. That playoff game, he got fucking stuffed. So if teams learn to stuff him, he can't catch a football. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's overrated. That motherfucker can't catch a football. The same Ew. Okay, pick someone. Bro, Just pick one person. Nick Chubb, dude. All right, I got someone's overrated. It's not as hot of a take. Uh, I think Tyler Lockett's very overrated. 
No, I can't agree with that one. In a fantasy perspective, yes. Real life, no. Okay, okay. Real talk, since it's before fantasy, past player, Troy Aikman. I mean, come on. Yeah, he was a little <laughs> overrated. Tyler Lockett is his stats are a product of big play scenarios, whereas I don't see consistency. I mean, I don't see as much consistency. There's not consistency with him. He's either has a great game or he has a terrible game. And a lot of his good games, I feel like, are on busted play scenarios where he catches. He's, he's a gadget know. player, right? Counter argument, Tyreek. Are we just no, trying to make hot takes no. for podcast personalities, or are we actually saying stuff that we actually think and we're stupid? I mean, Which one? He, he, his value is based on big playability, and I'd say he's a little inconsistent. All right, the only, reason why, the only reason why I like Tyler Lockett is because I feel like he has like a really good chemistry with Russell Wilson, and I bet if we really look at the tapes, he probably gets double covered because anytime he's not going off, it's, it's either DK or it's Tyler Lockett. Like, that's what I learned from having him on my fantasy team. One of those two is popping off. So I think one gets, like, covered differently, and then the other one pops off. Do you but, think Tyler Lockett does anything that, like, I think that Golden Tate Tyler, couldn't do? <laughs> like, no, like I, well, I think Golden Tate was really fucking good. I also yeah. think that if you take Tyler Lockett out of that offense, I think it diminishes completely. Because then, yeah, people... that well, that's a good point. Is that there's interaction effects. So you know, Tyreek and both Tyler Lockett wouldn't be the same player on different teams. Like their value comes from the interaction between him and his quarterback. You know what I mean? Who's better, yeah. Tyler Lockett or Robert Woods? Robert Woods Lockett. is super consistent in a vacuum. Oh. I mean, for their team. Robert Woods, but like in a vacuum, maybe Tyler Lockett, you know? It's just weird because the Rams are such a pass heavy, like little, like uh, short route type of team where it's like he's going to get a bunch of volume, but I feel like Tyler Lockett <laughs> is way more impactful. Like you can definitely plug in any res- like I a lot of receivers and the Robin I agree Hoods, with this. Rob- or Robert Woods, but Tyler Lockett, I don't know. He just does, like, he just he fits his niche so well for that offense. It's, like, very hard to replace that. None of my take was saying he's terrible. I just think he is overrated. I have one. Well, not personally what I believe, but I'll throw one out there. Do you all think Khalil Mack is overrated? Hell no. 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 I don't know. No, I'm not going to lie. Yes, because of the picks that the, uh, the Raiders – no, of the picks that the Raiders got for Khalil Mack, I feel like that was very overrated. If you're judging his value based on the, the, the Raiders picks, then his value is so good because no, the Raiders well, no, have not, shitty first round picks. That's because the Raiders are a shitty organization. I'm saying that's that's what you're comparing his value to. No, I'm comparing his volume to first round picks, right? No, but, but they're they the Raiders first those, round picks. If they hit on two first round picks, right? But they don't. Okay, but that's not the point. That's not what they, they weren't given the value that not hit on the first round picks. The value is in the picks, right? So two first round pick, picks, if you get two pro bowlers, that exceeds what he's done in the last like three years. Are you calling Henry Ruggs a uh, pro bowler? No, I'm saying if they would have got the right pick, right? They got the wrong picks. They got the, or they got the wrong players. If they would have got the right players with those picks. I think, me, I think Khalil Mack is uh, pretty good. I think the Bears hold him down. Mm. Yep. I, I just say that because um, they're not making playoffs with Khalil Mack, but if they hit on two fucking good picks on that first round, they probably make playoffs. 
That's I would awesome. say that Khalil Mack is the closest to Aaron Donald out of anybody else. Whoa. Mm. Uh, different, different positions, really. In One terms of like game records, what about TJ Watt? Uh, you know, at the moment, I would I would give it to Khalil, wouldn't you? TJ Watt had an incredible season. I don't know. So I will we say talk about like of... getting sacks, TFLs. What do we? I mean, or just I, I would work. say I would say uh, game presence. Like you know, you you game plan around this person. Off of what KT was saying, how he doesn't think that if they kept Cleo, like Cleo Mack isn't the difference maker to send you to a playoff team. Do you think we've officially moved on from the mantra defense wins championships? No, I can't say that because the Dolphins are that mantra. Uh, and looking at the Patriots did, uh, you can't really. No, I think also. Look what Tampa Bay did. They had a fucking amazing defense. What about like, Tampa? It's very underrated. It, it comes yeah. in waves. Yeah, they had amazing offense. Yeah, as well. I, I, I think yeah. I think the offenses of all the teams can be um, more lethal than the defenses. Yeah, I, I think it, it's just before, it's yeah. about the defenses stepping up to shut down the offenses. Yeah, you know, that's kind of what determines what wins the games. I got a bonus. I wait, I got a bonus one. I have a coach that I think is overrated, John Gruden. Okay. First of all, no, who's this? That's, his, obvious. No, no, that's no, obvious. No, 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 that's obvious. His Super Bowl win, his Super Bowl win should not have gone to him. It should have been Tony Dungy's all the way. It was Tony Dungy's team. He built it. He got fired or or whatever happened, and and John Gruden came in and and just rode the coattails of of his team. Like it, that's he's so overrated. It's hundred. I really, I really don't think that many people even link that Super Bowl win with him, I think it's widely accepted that he's not that good of a coach. But also why was he like 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 he left coaching and was like, you know, an analyst draft guy, but like also why did we all of a sudden think he was such a genius? Like yes. why did yeah, we... like he's considered like this quarterback guru and that's like, how we feel about Romo right now. Uh, Romo's got a charisma to him. You know what I mean? Mm. John Gruden. Yeah, Gruden's just weird. He's weird. Uh, I, all right. I don't know about that. You don't stuff. like the Gruden grinders? Oh. Gruden definitely had coached up some really good quarterbacks, which is how everything works. Like Adam Gase was expected to be such a great coach because he coached with Peyton Manning, right? And he was garbage. That's why I don't trust quarterback gurus, which is why I think Cliff Kingsbury is the most overrated coach in the NFL. I like I that. I don't think, that, I don't think I like a lot that of take. people have hype for him yet. I think it's a make it or break it year for sure. The house stack yeah. they are. I think he was so hyped up, especially when they got Kyler Murray. Like, oh my god, he's gonna. It, fucking... is, it is a tough division, though. Yeah, I tough. mean, it, it is. It, you're running into the the Tom Brady gauntlet, the Diamond Child. Well, I mean, so. you have you have an All Pro quarterback, you have an All Pro All Pro receiver. Mm-hmm. Now you have fucking JJ Watt, Chandler yet. Jones. You got Bubba. They got that's gonna be so exciting to watch. You imagine being a team. You imagine being a team like the Niners, where they have to play throughout the year the Rams twice, Seahawks, Cardinals, and if they somehow make it to the playoffs and they got to deal with Rodgers than Brady, you know how much that sucks. Awful. I think. Awful. Yeah. I why think do you think the Rams really had to trade that. for Stafford? That's just that's just a shitty scenario. All right, hold on, hold on. Can we go back to the people that said Odell Beckham was overrated? Yeah. Give your take. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It, whoa, whoa, it, it, whoa. it wasn't. Whoa, it wasn't only that he was overrated. It was that it was an obvious pick. Hold on. The mic no. is on TV. Yeah. Are you calling him overrated because of his injuries? No. Is that why overrated? Because he have a whole. have a whole. Yeah. First of all, that is a valid point. And second of all, didn't he play like almost an entire season and do nothing? 
So, so you're saying that Julio Jones is overrated then because of injuries? No, he's a game record, dude. That guy has yeah, had but, okay, but crazy Julio, Julio Jones has been overrated the past couple of years. Listen, okay, hold on. Let me just make a point real quick. Who was Odell Beckham's quarterbacks on both the teams he's that's, been on? That's what I was about to say. Odell, unfortunately, Odell has never had a good quarterback. He has he had, had, he had Super Bowl-winning quarterback okay. Eli oh, Manning. Listen, oh, my God. <laughs> listen, Eli Manning, we all know who Eli Manning is, all right? <laughs> His first three years with the Giants, I'm pretty sure he put, over, put up over, like, 1,300 yards with Eli Manning. Like, he put up um, insane stats. No, I then think he got he's... injured. And then uh, when he went to Cleveland, I mean, you just get thrown in with fucking Baker Mayfield that throws for 3,000 yards a year, and then all they do is run the ball. So I don't – I mean, I think you're – I don't – So you're, you're saying he's underutilized he's, where he's currently in. What? He's being underutilized yeah. right now. Oh, yeah, 100%. It, sit, look. If Odell had Aaron Rodgers or any top QB in the NFL, top three receiver in the game. Easy. Whoa. Here's my Eli. I mean, sure, if he doesn't play like eight games. If he's, if he's healthy, he's top three in the game, 100%. Here's the oh. take on Eli, though. I feel like Eli was the perfect quarterback for him, or else he would have no highlight catches he's, he would have been on his chest. Oh, uh, True. Here's, here's my reasoning for Odell, right? He's not, he's not even reasons. better than Stephon Diggs. The three reasons oh. why he's overrated. Three reasons. No, he's not. He's not. One. Oh, oh my what? god. What a is better than Stefan Diggs. No, no I back not. up. I back up. Diggs Diggs not. No, Diggs. no, he's not. Listen, are we going off of stats or what? Diggs yeah, we are. We Stephon Diggs is better. I'll go pull up Stefan Diggs stats right now and let's compare him to Odell Beckham's the first three years of the league. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about right now, Stevie. Yeah, listen. You can't listen. You Stephon can't compare Diggs. a year when somebody was injured to someone that played a full season. They do last three years, not first three years. Last okay, three well, years. let's go to 2019 and 2018. I think, I think Stephon Diggs has better route running, catching, and durability. It's going like agree. per game average last three years. I mean, I think Stephon Diggs is better right now. He's got a better quarterback, too. I mean, that's, that's really... Exactly. You have Josh Allen versus fucking Baker Mayfield and Eli Manning. Yeah, Come but on. that is baked into someone's value. Like, you can't just take that out. I mean, no, that doesn't mean the player's overrated. He's just not being utilized how he should be. If I was building a team, I'd take Diggs over Odell. Look at this is why. Look at one, price tag. Odell is so fucking expensive. So is two. What do you mean? So is fucking Diggs. He's injury prone. Doesn't play. So you're paying a lot for someone that doesn't play. Three, this dude likes to get pooped on his chest. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That's all right. fucking disgusting. We all, it was always I remember there. that. Hey, I was, remember uh, that. hey, we don't we don't kink shame on the show. Yeah, no, it was all that topic was always <laughs> there. We weren't gonna touch it. That topic was always just sitting there. I wasn't gonna touch it. I'm. I mean, I'm a little embarrassed to be on this podcast right now. Oh, baby. Okay. Stefan Diggs is better than Odell right now, Listen, and it's facts. It, it Odell is top three wide receiver in the game when he's no. healthy. Yes. Who's your three, Steve? It sounds like we need to jot this down and maybe revisit this during the season. Wait, wait. Yeah, who's your three? Tell, like me th- tell me this right now. Who's if your you three? you put Stephon Diggs on the Cleveland Browns and you put Odell Beckham on the Buffalo Bills, who's going to have a better season? But Diggs, that, those are hypotheticals. Diggs is, is going to play the full season. Odell is getting hurt. We those are get pulled outside. That's, that's, that's not a good argument. Hold on. Jarvis Landry is the same receiver as Odell. And look at Jarvis. Not true. 
Yes, this is not, they're not the same receiver by any stretch. Yes, they are. I don't think that's true at all, Steve. It's Odell been- is is not better than Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, DK Metcalf, DeAndre Hopkins. Is he even better than Michael Thomas right now? Yeah, no, I was gonna say that would do. No. Yes, yeah, so, I mean fucking Michael Thomas, the fucking slant king. Go run a fucking route with who, Julio Odell. Jones. Who are you taking, Julio Jones or Odell? Julio. Julio's really? Yeah, you got to depend. I, that all depends on how your offense is. I'm taking Julio too. I'm taking Julio uh, to the I don't know. Julio's I might getting up take, I might I might take, take Odell. Odell. Uh, Julio's thirty-two. I think if you don't throw Odell a deep route and you throw him. Passing the numbers, if he gets tapped, he's going to drop the damn ball. I don't think he has the strength to hold on to it. That's the thing with Mike. Michael Thomas doesn't run go routes like that, but if you throw it to him not, and he gets I hit. Have not seen Odell Beckham's one-handed catch? Like, oh, you're telling me Oh, my God. That was really? Wait, wait, years how, ago? Yeah, what the? How wait, many years ago? Wait, I got, that? I got a question. Talk about no, something no, no, no. else. about the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question. Julio in his prime or Odell in yeah, his prime? Yeah, we, we saw the one-handed catch, and we saw it do it every fucking game before it started. Yeah, we see you wearing your fucking, fucking beats, okay? That Julio catch is fucking insane. When he takes the ball from, uh, I forget which Patriots player it is, he just literally grabs it out of his hands. You remember when that. he fought a, a fought a net? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. Pepperidge Farm. That, that's it. <laughs> what a great Farm moment. Kieran, what were you saying? I was gonna say, like, if we're gonna argue um, Odell or Julio, like, who would you take in their prime? And it's Julio every time, right? No, but we're not saying who would you take mm-hmm. in their in their prime. Yeah, yeah I know. You're just saying. I'm just saying, like, that, that'd be like a good question. Listen, right now it's like they're both hard. They're both just like. Hold on. Let me let me just let me just point this. Right out. now, Odell's prime was that catch. It's been downhill no, since dude, he had over <gasps> 1,300 yards his first three seasons. Yeah, but when did he catch it? It was like game hey, 10, Hey, guess right? how many thousand-yard games did, uh, or seasons did Stephon Diggs have his first three years? Zero? Uh, I, think, I think it's Be- zero. Playing behind Adam Thielen. I think it's zero. Yeah. And also, I don't think their path to NFL was the same. Like, I don't know. Oh, wait. If, if we're going to judge through... people by comparing their first seasons, oh, wait, then two was a better quarterback. It was zero. It was zero. And, hey, get and look at this. How many thousand-yard seasons – between Jarvis and Stephon Diggs, have they had? Both had three. Okay, here's a, there's a You're difference, Stevie. You're telling me there's that much of a difference. No, Stevie, Stevie, yeah, listen. Here's the difference, dude. Diggs was drafted in the fifth round. He did not get the same opportunities you, as you know why Odell he in the first three seasons. It doesn't matter. He didn't get the same opportunities. Because he went to Odell. Maryland. He went to, <laughs> he went to the draft injured, and he went to but, Maryland. That, no, that's fine. What I'm saying is when he got into the NFL – Odell was given way more opportunities to succeed than Diggs was. So, therefore, he got way more, like, targets and everything. So, than so whose fault Diggs. is that? Odell came in a wide receiver one on that's why you can't. That's why you can't rate their first okay, three seasons. The dude you rate their last three seasons, all it's been is a thousand years. And you're over here saying that he's, like, he's I'm a god. the last, three, last well, three years, Diggs has been better than Odell. That's just the fact. And Diggs is going to continue to keep on stacking. I mean, Pro in 2019, season. he only had 63 catches. Yeah, that was a year where they had all the drama with him and Thielen and fucking Cousins. I remember that. That was a drama-filled year. Yeah, imagine the drama with fucking Odell. He won't won't have as good of a year if if they trade for Zach Ertz. Exactly. Simply from volume. He was the only option. Really? Really, though? Wait, sorry. Don't they have Emmanuel Sanders now? Am I wrong? Yeah, they do. And Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Davis. I'll, I'll, I'll say a hot take real quick. 
We're still in the first question. Stephon Diggs will not have over a hundred or eleven hundred yards this year. Hey, well, with seventeen hey, games, seventeen games, nope. yeah, seventeen games, Stevie. And with yeah, Josh no. Allen healthy, nope. what? Wait, wait, wait. If he stays healthy, if him and Josh Allen stay healthy, I'm writing these down. I'm hot take, like hot take. Need not one Miami wide receiver will have a thousand yards. Oh my uh, god! <laughs> I, I agree with I, I agree with that more than I agree with Stevie's take. I got a question. Does that mean that um, if they're all healthy, it, like because if fucking Gusecki's healthy, he's probably getting a thousand. I mean, has Will Fuller? Oh ever no, no, no! Played? The, oh, oh, <laughs> stop, it, stop! 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 I think the real question to ask Stevie is how many Dolphins receivers will reach a thousand yards? Two. Oh, yeah, two. it's like two. Who? Okay. I mean, how do you how do you have how do you have more than one dolphin receiver get a thousand yards if Tua only throws for fifteen hundred? <gasps> uh, <laughs> how many Lions receivers get a thousand yards? You have. They're uh, running back. Their running backs might get a thousand receiving yards. Like who fucking knows with golf? Ranking the top five running backs for next season, I'm very interested to see what you all put down. I'm going to throw this one to Kiernan. What's the question? <laughs> I hate the kid. I hate the kid so much. <laughs> Wait, what's the question? Rank, ranking that your top five running backs for next season. Oh, okay. Fine. Five. Aaron Jones. Four. Kamara. Three. Derrick Henry. Two. Dalvin Cook. Number one, Christian McCaffrey. Did you just read the fantasy football rankings? <laughs> No, no, no. I have them in front of me, but I put them in my own order. Well, I have, I, have, I have a question. I have a question. <laughs> Why do you feel Aaron Jones is a top five running back? Dude, that guy's volume is insane. Stop. Like, you talk about a, no, you talk <laughs> you, about a player you that gets a lot of I believe he's better than Jordan Taylor. You mean Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan Taylor. Jordan Taylor. Jordan Taylor. I don't know. That's weird. I think he. I think Jonathan. Taylor I don't think he's there. Really I don't think offense. he's not there. He's not there yet. So you think he's because, better than Chubb? Yes, Chubb can't catch a fucking football, dude. Oh I watched it every no, Sunday. No, you no, can't no, catch KT, a fucking KT's football. KT's biased. KT's biased. You Listen, here's my football. here's my rankings. Number five, I'm gonna have to go with Alvin Kamara. Four, it might be a hot take. DeAndre Swift. Hold on, let me let me finish. Let me finish. Number three. Let me finish. Number three is Nick Chubb. Number two, Dalvin Cook. Number one, Derrick Henry. Now back to DeAndre Swift. I mean, he has he has arguably a top five line to run behind. Okay, Jared Goff is is not a quarterback that that can you know be a pass heavy quarterback. You know, they're gonna have to rely on the run game. Okay, there aren't other options on the 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 offense for the Lions. Okay, I think DeAndre Swift is going to be a volume heavy running back, and he's gonna have a great year. We're gonna edit that out, right? I don't of feel course like not. Fan, this all goes in. I don't think our fans should have to listen to that take because that is just so <laughs> fucking garbage, dude. You could call him like a, a dark horse I'm going to be honest. I don't even but think they're talking your top five for no <laughs> fucking reason. Dude, you you said Nick Chubb is is so trash because no, he can't I said, catch a ball. Derrick Henry, how often football. does he catch a ball? 
No, Nick Chubb is it. so talented. He's he's a top three running back. No, he's not because he can't catch. He, that's an entire portion of the game that he just can't fucking yeah, do. Yeah, but I don't think that's. I Nick mean, Chubb screens, off. dude. I'm not talking about like running routes. And he's still he might open, be number one overall catch. if he could do that, but he's still top three because he's just so. Then good. Why is he split time with Kareem Hunt? Because he because they can't because that's a smart thing to do. Like if you have two good because running backs, fucking you want to preserve it. the running backs. Who cares? If you can't Stevie, catch. would you put Swift as top ten? I want to put no. him in the top fifteen. Oh, here we go. He hasn't Not done anything. Miles Gaskin's going to magically appear. All, all Swift has I, done I, I is drop a 10. fucking touchdown pass to lose a game. That's all. Wait, Swift Dylan, done. you want to put? Is, what has he proved to be a yeah, top all ten? He, running all he does is get eight touchdowns in his rookie season. He dropped I mean, the game with a touchdown. Do we not remember that? In his first game, you're talking about his first game. Top what did Tua do? What that. did Tua do his first game? He was he was asking for another what? shot of of painkiller because his hip hurt because he's a little bitch. Was a I'm not saying Tua was a top five quarterback. He hasn't proven it. For you, the no, top, Swift, like first of all, was in the top ten or fucking. He's not top fifteen. He's he's top fifteen. He is top, top 15. fifteen. I don't think so. No shot. All uh, right, not giving it to him. I put Cam Akers over him. All right, I'll go. Uh, five to one. I would go five. Alvin Cook, four. Oh, Camara. Um, three. McCaffrey. No, three. Saquon. Two. McCaffrey. One. Derrick Henry. I think people forget about Saquon. Like Saquon's really fucking good. But I just, I, I think you, you can't, you can't not consider the injury risk with McCaffrey and Saquon. If we're if we're doing fantasy rankings, then I might not have him as high because he's also on the Giants, and if they can just play the run, they can just play the run because if they make Daniel Jones win the game, they're but that's be a fine. huge. I mean, even in the games that Saquon was healthy outside of his rookie year, like he wasn't even that good. I think he is still a top what? five running back talent wise, a hundred percent. Just saying, how many people can do a thousand thousand? He was huge, on that short list. I think this is a huge year for for him. I mean, this is going to make or break whether he's or what he gets like giant. cut. No, I mean, it happened to right Leonard now. Fournette. No. Fournette no. wasn't near the heights of Saquon. We can't, no, we can't compare him to Fournette, no. These takes I mean, today. Fournette's highest stock was in LSU. Listen, I, I mean, I'm a firm believer that running backs should, you should never give a running back second contract. You know, their prime years are pretty much, like, capped at. Well, you at you only got two more years of Swift then. Yeah. I mean that's how it works, you know. It's a it's a brutal it's a it's a mill, you know. You got to churn them out. It's a, it's on a his cruel seventy third contract. That's Detroit Lions take when you guys fucking ruined um, carry on Johnson's career by look fucking... at Todd Gurley. Look, you don't want to be in their situation. You mean you know he was good, but you just you don't owe them anything. I mean it's a it's a business. All right, number five, I have Saquon Barkley. Number four, Derrick Henry. Number three, Alvin Kamara. Number two, Dalvin Cook. And number one, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, that's like, you can't get a better top five. That's the consensus five. Dub has the talent to be in that five, too. I'm, I'm, cons- I'm concerned close. with how many of you don't have Derrick Henry at number one. Oh, man. Yeah, well, put Derrick Henry behind the fucking New York Giants line and see how far he runs. I have him, too. It's not that far. I mean, don't get me wrong, Derrick Henry, he's a great running back, but his line does help him out a shit ton. Uh, I mean, like what what are these what are these excuses? Yeah, like 
of course, yeah, that's what makes him good. Like it's the combination of him being good and his situation. Are we talking about right now or what we're predicting for next year? Kind of the same thing. Same yeah, because I don't think he's going to have his big years the last two years. That's just my opinion. I mean, it's hard to top the uh, the now the benchmark um, of all running backs with 2,000 yards. I mean, that's... Okay, so people who have Henry at number man. one, scale of one to ten, how confident are you that he'll be the league's leading rusher if they're all to stay healthy? Very confident. Yeah, by volume, probably. Let's get a little shit ton of it's Wait, wait, no, like... wait, no. I got a question. How confident are you that he's going to have the most total yards out of all the running backs? They, uh, low. If they all stay healthy. Uh, super low, but uh, one did he have the I, most total five. yards last year? I don't know. I'm just saying that's a that's a that's a big thing. Total yards, it's more it's better than having more rushing yards at the. And then he might have had most total yards last year. But I mean, Dalvin I, was I, close. Like, Dalvin Kamara close. I mean, I I do th- I do think that there's an argument that you know these these milestone achievements, you know they they might be a sign of uh, an imbalanced team. You know, like let let it. Let it be known, Derrick Henry is 27. So most would say he's reached his peak, and it's just going downhill from there. I just and, uh, think Frank, Frank Gore's still chugging. I just think Titans, uh, Titans have you know made it to the playoffs and and lost a couple of times now. I think, yeah, Derrick Henry has the capability of probably doing another 2,000 yard season. But if they want to actually like win the whole thing, they need to kind of. Uh, you know, even out their offense a little bit. I mean, they need to get a passing game going and, you know, mix it up. I mean, they can't just rely on Derrick Henry. It's just too one-dimensional. Tannehill's better than Mahomes. Let's not start this. No, when you have, hold on. That's when you have statistically, something that works, I showed it. No. It's statistically proven that Tannehill has been just as good, if not better, than Mahomes. That's all I said. I didn't say he was actually better. Statistically. That's a question uh, that if we ever run out of... It's not... No, I showed you the stats. You don't lie. It's not like a fucking opinion. What, I mean, what, what stats? I mean, just cherry-pick stats. I didn't uh, cherry-pick stats. I sent the fucking stats. QBR. That's not... How's that cherry-picking stats? QBR, touchdowns, and passing yards. How the fuck is that cherry-picking stats? That's not cherry-picking stats at all. It's just statistically, Tannehill's better. That's what I'm saying. And it's the fucking truth. Because there's stats. I, I say he's good. He's underrated. I can't back you on that. We could we could run I'm circles around. I'm not saying. I mean, there's there's, there's, there's some statistic. point where you have to not look at the stats and you kind of just have to just kind of step back and okay. be like, wait, the what the fuck okay. was you I guys aren't, about? You guys aren't listening. You guys aren't listening. I'm not saying he's literally better. I'm saying the stats say that he's had better fucking last two years. That's all I'm saying. The stats, listen, stats say he's been better. Not that he's actually better. Obviously Dang. not. He has more yards the last two years than Mahomes. I like, I don't know. It said it should touchdowns, QBR, and something else. I thought it was yards. I think maybe just QBR. I don't know about the other stuff. There's three things. That's all I remember. Well, I don't really have uh, a top five that's outside the consensus. I think Derrick Henry is number one. I think De- uh, Dalvin Cook should be higher. He's a really really good running back. Uh, it, it's unfortunate that we didn't see Saquon, but um, I would also have Saquon in the top three. If we do get another good year out of Zeke, which honestly does seem a little, you know, a bit of a reach now. I mean, he is getting uh, Dak back, but I don't know if he'll ever become a top five running back again. That might be a hot take for me. Um, I have Derrick Henry as my number one. I really, you know, I really don't have a different opinion than the consensus. 
Very I fair. will say, I will say, Ryan the Edge though. Jonathan Taylor is like right there for me in my opinion. That's exactly. I'm I'm really high on that kid. I really think I he's him. like right, sixth or seventh right it, now. This is the, this I like Chubb a lot too. This is the only reason why I don't believe in Jonathan Taylor. Right? The the amount of fucking carries that guy got at Wisconsin was insane, like absurd. Right? And then yeah, you add the no, fact they, that they should never resign Jonathan Taylor after his rookie contract. And then the fact that you had. Marlon Mack have as much success as he did makes me not really look at Jonathan Taylor's successes that much. Marlon Mack's a damn stud. And he's not even on the football team anymore, I don't think. So it's no, like, he, he was hurt. Exactly, but he's not going to be on the team anymore. Like, you pull your knee they, just signed, they just signed a new extension. So. All right, well, I don't see him getting played. I don't know how much longer he's going to be on the team. That's all I'm saying. But you look at, like, Marlon Mack was like a fucking stud when he was playing with them, right? And then now it's like Jonathan Taylor's a stud. And then when I see fucking Himes play, he's usually doing really good. Because they have a great O-line. Exactly. My, so that's when you kind of look. It's like, my, uh, is he a top five grandma, running back? Or... My grandma could look like a stud behind Quentin Nelson. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, don't be shocked if he's like not the starting running back in two years. Or something happens. You know? So if it's like a top five guy, I expect him to be a fucking top ten running back for the next three years. Jonathan Taylor might not even have a starting job in the next three years. If he falls uh, more than uh, Marlon Mack. I don't know about that. Take. What a take. Look at Marlon Mack. He doesn't have a starting job anymore. Like, not he even got close. hurt. He got hurt. Okay. But what I'm saying is he was the number one guy for like three coach, years. If they were smart, they would not re-sign Jonathan Taylor. And also the fact that Jonathan Taylor has a lot of carries. So his like is a, he's probably going to get hurt. Like there's just, It doesn't make much sense for him not to get hurt. A loaded backfield. I'm sure he won't. I'm sure they won't push him that hard. So, everyone has their input on running backs. We'll go, move to the next question. This is one that's been sizzling for the past week in my mind. Two quarterbacks to compare: Derek Carr of the Raiders. Some would say good or good enough. Some would say mediocre. And then you have Kirk Cousins. Some would say awful, and some would say just all right. Comparing the two, which one's better? I think Carr's better. I think Cousins is butt cheeks. I'm gonna be honest. Just, I really feel. I'd rather have. I could probably name like three backups I'd rather have than Kirk Cousins. Carr only has Darren Waller, and Cousins has fucking Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. There's some nights where Carr is electric. It's really tough because I look at Carr's really past, though. And yeah, I watched him duel think, it out with some I people. I think Cousins is more, um, more consistent than. I think they're both inconsistent, but I think Cousins shows up more, but he also doesn't show up in the playoffs. But I don't know. I feel like Carr's potential has been higher than Kirk Kirk Cousins. The Vikings had that playoff run. Kirk Cousins was the second best quarterback on that team. Yeah, Kirk Cousins did beat the Saints in the playoffs. It was, or he wasn't even on. Wait, was he on? Case Keenum beat us. Or was that Case Keenum? Wait, it was Case Keenum. It was, Casey uh, Keenum. was it really? Yeah, it, was Case, it was Case Keenum. They shouldn't oh. have even moved on from Case Keenum. Next two quarterbacks I want to compare. Two rookie quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Joe Burrow versus Justin Herbert. Two young quarterbacks that have just recently entered the National Football League. Who seems to be or will have a brighter future in the NFL? Joe Burrow. I agree. Not with that O-line. Yeah, but look at the the weapons he has. I mean, you can't get... Sure, sure. Herbert has better weapons by far. That's no way. You get, when you get Are you two point, me, you know, 1.5 seconds to throw the ball. Wait, what weapons does Burrow have 
that Herbert doesn't have. Dude, dude, their receivers are stacked. Who? T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd is the only one that's proven on that team. Herbert Herbert will have – No, T. Higgins – No, T. Higgins is pretty legit. Jamar Chase is going to pop off. Look, you can make these assumptions. But what I'm saying is Herbert has just good weapons that are way more proven. Keenan Allen? Who else? They lost Hunter Henry. Hey, with, okay, but KT, uh, if you put, uh, KT, you put them both in a vacuum, who's better? That's fucked up. I'm a Burrow guy. I drafted him last year in fantasy. I'm a big Burrow guy. Herbert, I think, has a better, higher ceiling, dude. I don't know. I don't know if he'll have as much success, but Herbert's fucking legit. He can run. He's big. He's got a fucking cannon. He's accurate. He makes some fucking flashy-ass plays. The organization's better in my opinion they're both kind of shitty but chargers are a better organization it's just it's tough he's got better defense behind him i think he has a better team around him this year and then every year i think the chargers plateau on their weapons because keenan allen gets older and then the bro or the Bengals will continue to go upwards because all their talent's young i don't know because look what happened to fucking palmer like well, you would think him and chad otrocinco they'd be like monsters and it's like even like people just I, go there to suck I just Herbert personally feel like Mike there's Williams. going to be an odd man out with this trio of Bengals receivers because this team's only going to win like five games. So not all of them are going to go for a thousand. One's yeah, going like, to get injured, and one's either just not going to get the targets that the other ones get, whether it be T. Higgins and or Jamar Chase. I think Tyler Boyd is going to get his targets. I still think he's wide receiver one, but I think Jamar Chase is probably going to be the one that ends up getting those targets. But I do like T. Higgins a lot. Three receiver sets. Who's the slot guy out of those? Is it Chase? Is he the most shifty? Yeah. I think they, they have that the Trent guy that they use in the slot. Or maybe Tyler Boyd. Boyd's pretty good in the slot, I think. Yeah, I think but Boyd is at, in the slot. If, yeah, okay. if you look at Herbert, Herbert's got Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. They have Jared Cook. One year, they might get a guy in the draft. So it's like, I don't really worry about that. But then you got like Austin Eckler, who's a fucking monster. Very underrated. I mean, Very underrated. underrated. Yeah, but think about all of all of the guys on their offense is pretty injury prone. Is Mike Williams? I mean, you can say the same about the Bengals. What are you talking about? Fucking what's his? Uh, I don't think Boyd and Chase have been injury prone. The other guy has. Higgins threw out his fucking thigh, dude. Yeah, last year he fucking got really hurt. Yeah, but I mean, Keenan Allen got hurt like two or three years in a row the at one time. I know, but when he's on the field, they're electric. I'm just yeah. Mike Williams gets a concussion every other game. How high do you value Mike Williams? I actually value him pretty high. I think he's pretty good. I think he's one of those guys where, like, later in his career, he'll have, like, a couple seasons where he's just, like, fucking amazing. Herbert's stats last year, 66% completing, 4,300 yards throwing, 31 touchdowns, only 10 interceptions. And we're talking about how shitty his fucking team was, you know? Burrow, who also threw a fuck ton, only threw 13 touchdowns and five yeah, he's for his ACL, like, a couple games in. Yeah. yeah, and he only he had 200 less attempts. So, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, Burrow had 400, so he had what a third less of attempts. 200 attempts and is like a full season for two. Or a season like that. 400. <laughs> no, Burrow had 400 attempts. 401 attempts. Herbert had 600 attempts, and Herbert threw almost three times as many touchdowns. Whatever the decision is on this, they're both very close. That rounds out this podcast episode. We'd like to give a shout out and thank you everyone for joining me today. We have uh, some sponsors, DFA Services. 
Uh, yes, sir. Like to say thank you so much. So we uh, also have uh, New Horizons out. of the Treasure Coast sponsoring us. Uh, Mental Health Matters. There you go. There's another and, one. Uh, next level drinks. I got hydrogen water. Hydrogen and water. We'll be adding OnlyFans.com. We'll, we'll be adding more sponsors as the episodes come in. But we'd like to thank you all for joining us today. Catch us next week.